Hi, welcome to Software Should Be Free, uh, a show where Tim Abel and David Sheardown talk about their journey into entrepreneurship, work out who they're going to serve, and hopefully that'll be you <coughs> with our skills in technology and our budding entrepreneurial ambitions. Um, sadly, David can't be with us today. Uh, he's got uh, ever-expanding client work, as is the way with such things. Um, but one of the great things about the kind of thing we do, we are in demand, and sometimes there just are big problems to solve, and you just have to get on with it. Um, I know David is doing a lot of that right now. Um, I'll let him share what he wants to do another time. So, <clears throat> the subject I've got for this is, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about why I decided to call this show Software Should Be Free, which uh, I just quite like as a title. Uh, and after that, a little bit about outsourcing, because I've done some of that recently, um, how that worked for me. It's my first proper outsourcing of technical work. Um, and then just a, a wrap up. So I'm going to keep this nice and short. So software should be free. Um, <laughs> intentionally a little bit provocative. Um, this actually comes from the fact that I have been a long time open source user. I'm still a Linux desktop user. Um, I still like it for all its pains. A lot of the people around me have fallen by the wayside and gone to the Macs and iPhones. You know who you are. <laughs> um, and that's fine. I don't hold anything against them. And I often hear, I, you know, I got fed up with it. I just needed something that would work, and I respect that. Um, personally, I wanted to retain control. But on the software should be free. So... Software has a zero cost of replication, or, or as good as. So, kind of commodity-wise, it should be free, because you can make one and sell it to the entire planet. So, if you spend a million quid making some software, and then you can give it to a billion people, or more, then it's basically free. Um, But... I've I've tried uh, to do much open source work, contribute to this thing, and as a user, I really like the Stallman for, the four freedoms, starting at zero because because <laughs> it's nerdy, um, and I I love that it gives rights to the users, and it kind of results in software being free by nature of if you charge for it, someone who has the skills can just take it and republish it. Um, and it's a little nod to like the general begrudgingness of ever paying for anything. Um, like, oh, I'll just write my own, or oh, why, why do I have to pay this for that? Um, given that I now want to earn my keep doing maybe some more producty things and also that I earn my entire income and run a family off the back of building software for other people so that's very much not free um, so it's not intended to be serious it's intended to be a little bit thought-provoking um, it reflects a bit of my journey in re really the internal struggle I have between the the 
free software foundation principles of users have absolute control um, with the need to actually make a living as a software developer. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I hope you can appreciate where I'm coming from with this. I, I'd love to know like your take. Um, drop me uh, an email maybe, tim at timwise.co.uk. I know it's a bit old school. Or grab me on Twitter and it's tim underscore able. Uh, not to be confused with the other Tim Ables out there. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I hope that gives you a bit of an insight. It just popped into my head when I was starting to think about podcasts and because we don't really know where we're going on this journey, it seems like a nice, entertaining little thing that fits with our our world that we live in. So, I won't label that point anymore without a guest to grill me or... Uh, tell me to shut up. Um, so, on to outsourcing. So, this is something that I've become increasingly aware that I have a real weakness. Um, so, as a developer, there's a bit of a tendency I've in myself of just doing everything because I can. So, it doesn't really matter what the task is. If it's vaguely computer-related, why would I not? do it and that's not to say I do everything myself like because I'm a contractor I have a limited company I use an accountant's firm because I don't want the tax man to come and say I did it wrong um, I sometimes have a gardener come and help with the, the house and a cleaner because <laughs> I, I'd love to do that stuff but I just never get around to it and I'd end up living in a tip um and it takes the pressure off my lovely wife a little bit. But when it comes to computer things, I just never quite made the jump. So I've had a few things motivate me to start doing that. So all of the startup podcasts I've been listening to, they talk about virtual assistants and how life-changing that is. So um, I don't, a lot of them talk about it in terms of booking travel. I don't currently travel. I'm not really much of a traveler. Um, I'm not about to go gallivanting around conferences I don't think um, <laughs> uh, so that's, that's sort of like I understand the idea but it didn't really stick um, and uh, I've also become aware that building a business is more than just building some software I kind of had the idea when I started on this journey that I would just build a piece of software and sell it and that would be it I'd be made and my understanding from everything I've heard is that can happen but it's a bit of a luck of the draw a bit of a fluke and that's not a very good plan so if I plan to achieve then I should do a perhaps less exciting but more well-trodden um, product ladder type business with all sorts of offerings all the way from free to full-on consulting um, and what I've been hearing from the likes of Pat Flynn um, uh, who else? Uh, let me check my, check my list quickly of my podcasts that I devour religiously playback history mm. oh, too many I do listen to many, many 
podcasts is my main way of indoctrinating myself with what it means. Oh yes, Sonny Lenarduzzi, The Sonny Show. Um, so certainly Pat Flynn and Sonny are both very open about the fact, although they both on the face of it are individual personalities, they have a team behind them that allow them to have an actual business under their brand that can do all of the things it takes to make a functioning business um, and make good good money doing it and serve many people. <clears throat> um, so it sort of crept into my consciousness that I'm not likely to succeed in the long run if I don't pay other people to help me or work with other people in some capacity. Um, so as much to just try and get over the hump and start building the habit as for the actual practical benefit, um, I had a project that seemed appropriate. So I recently moved my blog, itemwise.co.uk, from WordPress over to um, what's called Jekyll, which is a static site generator. Um, and a lot of the blog posts I imported were in raw HTML, they were a bit messy, and I've got about a hundred and something posts on the site, um, if you can hear me clicking, I'm just for the sake of the absence of people on my live stream, I'm just scrolling through, um, and they all needed converting, and... I can probably run it through some kind of automated thing and maybe spend a bunch of time faffing, but that's that's how I always would have approached it. So I would, I would like try and find or write a piece of software that would mean I could scale to a thing. But like, there's only a hundred odd posts. If I could pay someone to do at least some of the work on this, then that's a bunch of time I don't have to think about it. Whereas what I found in in actual experience of trying not to outsource, of trying to do it myself, is, well, I don't want to sit there and do it manually myself, but I know how to automate. So then I'll like spend a load of time looking for like a library or a conversion or a website or something that I can do some automation, and then I might end up scripting something or writing some half-brained program that processes them just for this one-off job. And I could easily spend two days on this. Um, and back when I didn't have much else going on in my life, I probably would have. It's <laughs> partly why it's taken me so long to start to get out of the habit. Um, so this time I'm, I thought to myself, right, no, I'm going to actually outsource this job. So I finally sorted out my hiring hiring person account on Upwork. You don't seem to be able to have one account to both buy and sell services, which is... I understand that, and it's fine. I've got a domain, so I can just pick a different email address. So I, uh, yeah, I posted a job. Uh, I titled it HTML to Markdown Blog Post Conversion on GitHub uh, to try and filter to people who wouldn't be too put off by GitHub. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't mention, so the static site source lives on GitHub. Um, there are links on my blog. If, so if you go and find a blog post... You can then go and find the source of that blog post at the bottom of it, um, complete with history. If you then poke around there, you will find 
from this uh, the person that I ended up hiring through Upwork many 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 pull requests so I gave them a fairly specific list of tasks so I found an online converter and I just asked them for every post on my site that wasn't already in Markdown to go on GitHub copy the HTML paste it into the online converter paste it back into the GitHub web editor and create a pull request um, I paid them $50 which is roughly half an hour of my time I think at my rate and they produced well over 100 pull requests um, and it has actually helped and there is still a load of work to do for me so I am currently on my train rides <coughs> taking the time to merge in the pull request locally uh, run the local Jekyll server have a look see how well it, how well the converted page looks doing a bit of tidying up doing some the occasional bit of copy editing uh, I did quite a lot of work on my uh, SQL Server reporting services post um, because really this is an investment in my online presence and it needs to be good because who knows which of my articles people are going to click on I've got more than 10 years worth of posts listed right there on the front page in a big list and people might just skim down and pick one that looks interesting and if it looks rubbish or it's got something in there that's not great then that might put them off that might be that I might never see them again particularly as I'm trying to build my personal brand a bit um, so although that leaves me with a load of work and in theory I could have asked somebody to do a lot more of that um, I'm happy that I get as part of fiddling around I get to do the final review and make sure I'm happy with the final product um, and also a big chunk of that has been set up exactly as I wanted it um, literally all I have to do to get what this person's done for me is um, merge their branch in locally it's as simple as that and that's a little bit of the, the work done um, and I've been I've been really happy with it um, and I would definitely do it again um, it's arguable whether I can justify the money so <clears throat> um, in terms of another piece of the puzzle of why I'm why I'm going in this direction uh, I listened to a book by Rob Moore, uh, Rob Moore called Money uh, I say listen because it was an audiobook on Audible um, and one of the things that he said in there that I was kind of vaguely aware of but he really rammed home is know your hourly rate and you should always be looking to do things that push your hourly rate up and you should try and outsource just about everything that is below your current hourly rate and where I've struggled with this as a concept before is, well, that's all very well, but you could spend all of your money outsourcing and end up worse off than if you started. So I've, I've, I've understood now that within the constraints of your budget and the, the pay yourself first system, um, you should spend out of that 
pretty much as much as you can to free up your time to focus on higher value things. Um, it's a bit difficult for me at the moment because I'm contracting. Um, so my hourly rate is kind of set. My hours are kind of set. Um, I've got a really big jump to do anything more valuable, but I've got to think long term. I've got to think, okay, if I want to do something other than day rate contracting in the long run, then just carrying on doing day rate contracting isn't going to get me there. So this is this is a little piece of the puzzle. So yeah, that's about it for the recent voyage into outsourcing. Uh, incidentally, on the on the start of journey thing. Uh, I just listened to Startups for the Rest of Us today and they went back and replayed episode 14. Um, so maybe I'll be reposting this and uh, being amused by my own naiveness in the in the journey one day. So um, hopefully I'll find uh, a guest. Maybe David will be back on the regular schedule. Um, I plan to post these every fortnight. Please make sure you subscribe. Uh, this is currently on Spotify. I haven't done the iTunes submission yet. Uh, I'm not going to do it tonight because it's got really late. Um, but there's always the RSS feed on pod.timwise.co.uk, which is all set up and running nicely now, which is hosted on the wonderful transistor.fm from Justin Jackson, who is my coach. Uh, it's not an it's not a paid endorsement. I'm a paying customer um, without... So I, I looked into the three options, but at the end of the day, you've got to host and serve files. There isn't... I don't want to be like running around trying to find free file hosting. Like I could put them on Dropbox or something, but it's just going to keep breaking. So <laughs> I'm paying for something that just works. Um, and it's really good so far. So yeah, check out Transistor.fm if you're thinking about doing your own show. Or if you can't be bothered with that, I'm pretty much set up. So drop me a line timoutdemise.co.uk and maybe you could be a guest uh, I certainly would love to hear what's bugging you in your world right now um, so yeah let's uh, let's start with the listener questions and uh, I will let you get on with your next show which maybe you've already got lined up have a nice day morning evening good afternoon and good night <laughs> <laughs>